Since 2008, I've been actively trying to learn English from native speakers who wanted to learn Spanish. Out of those efforts, I've gotten to know this beautiful language and so have they with Spanish. But time goes by and memory fades. And if you find it hard to practice your Spanish, here's a pill. Your Spanish pill. Hi and welcome to another episode of Your Spanish Bill. In this occasion, I would like to share with you uh, something that might be a bit confusing, okay? I decided to title uh, this episode La Elle de las Viejas. Well, first off, uh, what's the Elle? What's Elle? Elle is the, the old way to refer to a combination of letters. In this case, the combination of the double L. Actually, those letters, they were put aside as a letter, let's say. Um, you had, for instance, I don't know, H-I-J-K-L, double L, M, N, and so on in the alphabetic order. So they were separated. Okay. So, for instance, if you were looking for the word lobo and the word llamar, Uh, you would find lobo first and llamar after because it, it was the way those letters were organized. I don't know if that would happen with the letters in the, I mean, with the alphabetic order in the middle positions. Let's say, I don't know, galopar and gallina. Mm, but at the very beginning, of course, it was that way. Nowadays, uh, This doesn't exist, but, you know, until I've seen contents, I mean, dictionaries and documents that require an alphabetic order uh, organized in the old way until I was, I would say, 13, 14 years old. So it's not that old, to be honest. Actually, what it's not that old as well is the way to pronounce the double L. Uh, I mean, not so long ago, it was very common to have a difference between the double L and the Y, okay? The double L, for instance, if you, if you said, uh, I don't know, llorar, you wouldn't say llorar, you, said, you would say llorar, or let's say, um, I don't know, ayuda, you would say ayuda, because it's Y, okay? But you... You would say, let me, let me think in a word, mm, gallina. You wouldn't say gallina. You would say gallina. Okay. Uh, I remember when I was a kid uh, having all of my old relatives pronouncing the, the, the double L in that way. I mean, it's, it, it's in my memories. Okay. It's, it, it, it was very normal, you know, and nowadays There are some people that still use that way to pronounce things, okay? Interestingly or not. Uh, as far as I know, this phenomenon is more common in Spain than in, I mean, nowadays, it's more common in Spain than in Latin America. Mm, and, uh, well, as I normally do, I put some examples, some audio examples, okay? This was taken from, taken from Radio Nacional de España from a radio announcer whose name is Lucia Villaplana. And uh, 
she speaks with that double L, with the Elle de las viejas. You will have, uh, you have some inf additional information in the episode notes, so you can have access to the actual episode I'm quoting and uh, have access to the webpage of Radio Nacional de España with this program. This program, uh, I mean, the program she hosts is, uh, is named Entre Paréntesis. It's a, it's a program in which they analyze news in some, well, some news in a very at a very low pace you know it's not that it's not a news report it's uh, just a a way to report things uh, i mean or analyze things it's not a debate it's not a discussion but yeah it's kind of you know i i hope when you when you're able to get access to the episode um, you'll be able to understand the formula they're following you know when producing this type of contents. Okay, here's the example. ¿Cómo proteger a los menores en los procesos de adopción o en los casos de abandono es lo que se está debatiendo hoy en Zaragoza desde un punto de vista integral, psicológico, médico y también social? Y se habla de todo ello en unas jornadas tituladas Abandono, Adopción y Riesgo, cuyo objetivo es orientar a los profesionales relacionados con esa materia. Desde Zaragoza nos lo cuenta Inmaculada Muñoz. Uh, well, she says ello instead of saying ello. Maybe it's not noticeable. It's not so noticeable. So if you have, uh, if you can do it, just put a uh, put a put a headphones or uh, an ear some earplugs in your ears, just so you can get the details. Okay. Uh, the following example is going to be more noticeable. Okay, this comes from the movie Anastasia. That's a that's produced from for from yeah twenty century Fox, and the Spaniard dubbing, uh, well for this character in this case I'm talking about the uh, daughter Empress was made by Marta Martorey. She uses that pronunciation as well. Pay attention. Me habéis llamado Excelencia. 10 millones de rublos. Lo prometido con mi gratitud. Acepto su gratitud, Alteza. Pero no, no quiero el dinero. ¿Qué quieres entonces? Por desgracia, nada que esté a su alcance. Well, you probably didn't need any headphones or, ear, or earplugs. Or earbuds. Yeah. Uh, just to, to detect, you know, the... Millones instead of millones. Well, that's that's that. But okay, I have an, an additional example. Okay. No está allí. Ya sé que no sé. ¿Quién no está allí, abuela? Un joven extraordinario que encontró una caja de música. Seguramente estará muy ocupado gastándose su recompensa con toda celeridad. Mira cómo bailan. Tú naciste en este mundo de joyas relucientes y títulos de nobleza, pero me pregunto si es eso lo que quieres en realidad. Pues claro, claro que sí. He encontrado lo que andaba buscando. He averiguado quién soy. Te he encontrado a ti. Did you get the difference? Okay. Um, I'll explain it just in case you didn't get it. 
uh, just so you can go backwards and check it again. At the very beginning of this example, she says, no está allí, which, okay, allí, allí, is double L. But then she, says, she continues saying, uh, you know, just jumping a bit, tú naciste en este mundo de joyas relucientes. In this case, joya is with Y. And she pronounces, uh, uh, pronounces it as a Y. She doesn't say joya. She says joya. Mm, then you can get, uh, I hope you, with this example, you can get the point. The, the llorar is just for double L, not for Y. Nowadays, we don't have any difference between double L and Y in our pronunciations, but uh, the, you know, the former generation, let's say, the generations of, of our grandfathers, of our grandparents, of our great-grandparents did. And that's something uh, that is getting progressively lost. Maybe in 30, 40 years, nobody will speak that way. So that's an example of how our language, and probably yours as well, is evolving, you know? Mm, I mean, a language doesn't evolve from, I mean, over the, overnight. It's a long-term process, you know? You don't go to bed one, one day and wake up in, uh, after, I mean, the day after, and say, you know, I'm going to start saying this thing in that, in, in that way. You, you just simply don't do that. But eventually, in time, you, you will find a lot of differences between the, the words you used decades ago with the words you use now. I have re uh, old recordings, and I've detected that in, my, in, in, in myself. And of course, if you have something like that, you will detect it. So that's everything for this episode. I've prepared some additional contents in the episode notes, you will find them. I hope you enjoy them and I see you in the next episode. Don't forget to share this episode and if you have any comments, questions, suggestions, please write to yourspanishpill at gmail.com or to t.me slash yourspanishpill or participate in Facebook, facebook.com slash yourspanishpill. I hope to see you in the, there and in the next episode. Bye-bye.